Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. With our friend, our weekly guest, the former NHL goalie, now analyst for the Daily Faceoff, he is Mike McKenna, joining us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Mike, we appreciate the time as always, man. Are you excited for tonight's game between the Blues and the Wild? I really am. I mean, Minnesota's been so good lately, and the Blues as well. And when you think of what's on the line, listen, I mean, it, it may be second place, but there's still bragging rights. And there's there's your own, you know, self confidence that's associated with it you want to be able to slide into that spot so i think it's going to be good you got two teams that especially minnesota they bucked up they you know bulked up at the deadline they're heavy and st louis can play that game when they want to so i think it'll be plenty exciting speaking of that heaviness mike that's the one thing that i'm really curious coming out of this one because i think a lot of people's um for lack of a better word, excuse about this Blues team on why they can't win a Stanley Cup is because, well, they're not as physical as some of these other teams or they don't play as tough as the Minnesota Wild who have the Nicholas DeLaurier and the Jacob Middletons. For me, I think that's what I'm going to learn from this one tonight is can the Blues play with these teams and can they show some of the national analysts that you don't need to have the nastiness to win big games? Well, nastiness is the key word you used. You don't have to be out on the ice trying to create fights every three seconds to win a hockey game, but you do have to play direct and heavy, especially against Minnesota or they'll run you out of the building. I mean, they have three, three and a half lines that just roll fast and they're all hard to play against. And that's not to take away from the ultimate skill that they have in their top line, but from lines two through four, there's a lot of grit there. And, and the blues are a different team. They, then they, when they won the Stanley cup, they are by far and away more skilled. They're faster. Um, but they have always been kind of in that gray area, I think, for the last two years of where's the identity of this club? Are we going to be able to play as heavy? And that's where you really look to your lineup. Look to Barbashev to be out making as many hits as possible, to be in the other team's face, Shen and O'Reilly and, and even Perron. You know, like you don't have to have big hits, but you have to play hard on the puck. You have to win wall battles. You can play heavy without chucking your mitts out there. Like it, it's not a necessary thing, and if you can take advantage of Dory when he's on the ice, go around him and go score a couple goals, you got an opportunity to win a game against a good team. We're talking to Mike McKenna here on 101 ESPN. Mike, I did want to ask you about Ville Husso, who's expected to get the start again tonight. I'm guessing they'll probably go to Bennington tomorrow for the back-to-back. Ville Husso is getting a heavy workload right now. Do you think this is going to help him prepare for what it's going to be like in the postseason with it going basically every other day right now? I, I think it helps. I think for him, you know, he's just now starting to really carry the mail at the NHL level, but he's done that previously, at least in the American Hockey League. So it gives him a frame of reference, but that's a natural growth and progression to a goaltender in the NHL. You've got to make a name for yourself. You've got to feel comfortable. And who so checked those boxes early this season. Now it's a matter of being able to do it night in, night out, be consistent with it. 
Um, you know, I, I would expect, like you said, in a back-to-back scenario, Bennington to play. But at this point, with, you know, 10 dozen games left for most teams in the NHL, you're looking to have one goaltender down the stretch, and it's not all that different even from the Minnesota Wild. I mean, look at their situation. You've got Cam Talbot, who's red hot. He hasn't lost in regulation in 10 games. And then you've got Marc-Andre Fleury, who's 3-1 and one since coming over to the Wild. And GM Bill Guerin of the Wild didn't trade for Marc-Andre Fleury to sit on the bench in playoffs, but they've got two goalies that are going head-to-head here, and they don't know who the starter's going to be. When it gets to playoffs, I would have to guess Fleury, but – you have to be able to come in with a little bit of energy and a little bit of momentum. And right now that's what it is for Huso. You know, he's trying to string these games together um, and, and just, again, learn to have the confidence and learn to have the ability to come in every night and be on top of your game. It takes a bit of experience to do that, and he's getting it now. I'm glad you used the word confidence there, Mike, because this Blues team 5-0-1 in their last six games, and you want to be playing this way down the stretch. How dangerous can a Blues team like this be if, if they continue this, this not, not in terms of winning games, but just playing this confidence level that knows that they're never out of a game? Yeah, I think really the important factor for me is that the Blues have to dig in. They have to dig into their memory bank of the, of the games they've played against the good teams. Okay. Now this span of winning, it's great, but who's it come against? A couple of Vancouver, Arizona, Seattle. Those aren't good clubs, but you have to flip to the game against, against Calgary. You beat them six, four. That's, that's a big moment for a team that you can draw upon. And especially going against Minnesota, a team that you will likely face in playoffs. You win this game tonight. If you can roll that into tomorrow's game against the Islanders and hopefully do the same, to me, that's a lot different feeling in the locker room than it is knocking off Arizona and Seattle back-to-back. Those are gimmies. Even the Islanders, that's a team that's playing well lately, and there's going to be good games down the stretch for the Blues to be able to gauge themselves. You want to play the best teams in the stretch run because you have to match up against them. That's who you're going to be playing in playoffs, and you've got to be ready for that grind. You're not going to get any gimmies once the, once the postseason starts. Mike, I did want to ask you about Colton Pareko, who I believe it's since the All-Star break, leads the entire NHL in plus-minus, and he just looks like a different player. He looks like he's finally healthy, honestly, uh, over the last 25 games or so. What have you seen from him that is different, and what does it mean for this Blues team as we get down the stretch here and then ultimately into the postseason if Colton Pareko is back to the guy that he was, not even really at any point last year as he was dealing with his back injury, but the year before when we all kind of thought, hey, this guy has the potential to be a legitimate number one defenseman. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm still not sure that Colton Pareko is you know, ever going to be that standout Chris Pronger number one defenseman. But I think, man, if he isn't a two or three in this league, I'd be very surprised. And that's really what he is to me. I I don't see his offensive game taking any greater strides than where it's already at. You know, by 28, 29 years old, you you know what you're getting. I mean, I'd I'd always like to see Colton Pareko shoot the puck more. I know everybody listening here would love to see that as well because he's got an absolute missile. But what you keyed in on them about, on Pareko about being healthy to me is really the important factor because skating is such a big part of his game and power. And if you're not feeling the best, you don't have that. You can't do that. And what I've seen lately is that his gaps have been way better and he's been able to trigger on pucks quicker, close those gaps down, and get the puck going the other direction. And that's really what matters most in today's game is puck pressure. And, you know, Pareko is a physical force, 
But if you're not feeling it, if you're not 100% confident, like it's hard to play with that. And I also think, you know, the time that he spent with Nick Letty has helped too, right? I mean, like he's he's mixed and matched with his defensive partners for so much of the year being with Nikola, but um, Letty's been a good fit too. And, and I think across the board with the defensive of the Blues, it turned out to be a good trade, at least this far. And, you know, not going to pat myself on the back too hard here, but I kind of <laughs> called that one, guys. So I didn't bamboozle anybody out there. I'm feeling pretty good about it. You should feel good about that one. So, Michael, when Tory Krug comes back, and he was skating today, he's not playing in this one tonight. When Tory Krug comes back, who do you feel like the, the best pairings are for the defense? Is it Krug and Falk and Letty and Pareko, or would you try Krug with Pareko and leave Letty and Falk together? You know, it's hard to say. I, I really, really like Krug and Falk, and they had such success at the beginning of this, for, you know, the first half of the season together. I would still go back to having them as a pairing. Um, and I would like to keep, I'd like to have Letty with Pareko ideally. I think to me, that really is, is a good fit. Um, and then you can mix in from there. You know, I, I think, uh, Mikula, I've, I've loved his game this year, but where are we at now? Right. He's, if you're not in the lineup, what are we doing? So, um, I want to give some credit out there to Cal Rosen though. Like this is a super quick aside, but for a guy who hasn't spent a lot of time in the national hockey league, I think he's done a nice job and man, he can skate. So um, I like Letty and Falk, but I like, I like Letty with anybody. Okay. I think you put him with Pareko and it's even better. Put, put Krug with Falk. You can toss in Scandella with whoever you care to in the backside, whether it's Bortuzzo with him. Um, but I'd like to see Krug and Falk back together. He's Mike McKenna, former NHL goalie and NHL analyst now for the Daily Faceoff. Find his work work over there, and you can follow him on Twitter at MikeMcKenna56. Mike, we, we enjoy this each and every week whenever we're, we're able to catch up with you, man. Enjoy this game tonight. Enjoy the weekend of hockey. Blues versus Minnesota, and then the Islanders coming to town as well. It should be a fun one. Yeah, it should, and I mean, it feels like it. It was snowing like crazy when I was headed oh. to Kirkwood this morning to play, so it still feels like winter, man. We're, we're clinging on here in St. Louis, but as always, thanks for having me and looking forward to this night. Hope everybody enjoys the game. Thanks, Absolutely. Mike. Same to you. That's Mike McKenna joining us here on 101 ESPN.